welcome to the Crypt Friends. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. And we're so glad you're here. We got a lot of new things going on. We got a new table? Yeah. You know, you saw the before clip. Different table. Different table. Uh, so I recently I gotten these doohickeys, which are really awesome. Oh, there um, we go. It's out of my face now. But, uh, so funny thing, when you have a table that's... When you have a table that's plastic... Yeah, please don't do that. They've got great springs on them to help them keep them in place, but we've also found it makes a decent bass sound as well. Anyway, um, when you have a table that's made out of the uh, resin, like out of those just cheap foldable tables you'd bring at a party. Polyurethane. It's not polyurethane. Anyway, when you bring out these tables that... those. The stupid ones you bring for Thanksgiving for people you don't like, and they sit at those. That's the type of table it was. It had the plastic crap on the edges, and it didn't lock in right. I like so, you guys. You all sat on them. Huh? That's what the tables were. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you hear my hip-hop? No. Oh, gosh. That... Oh, dude, I'm so old. I, like, rotated my my knee just a little bit, <laughs> and it, I felt my whole back crack. Beautiful. Beautiful. So... Uh, today we're going to be going over the uh, the state of Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, and uh, as as you'll find out, we, it's another one of those we some some states have better cryptids than others, and some states have more information than others. Uh, the one I'm going to be going over today actually is in a couple of states and the surrounding areas of Connecticut, like Ohio and Michigan and areas like that. Um, oh no! What? I sent you an email about with a picture. Why? Because it's for my thing. Well, why'd you say oh no? Because it's going to ding on your computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I hear You're going to hear, uh, we have some great new sound bits to use. Yes, I'm quite excited. Sorry about the light there. I'm trying to figure out why my computer's unplugged. <laughs> so while he decides to do that, uh, I am Adam, and this is Michael. Welcome back to the Crypt Twins. <laughs> You're gonna have to fix that one. Oh no. Uh, is it still gonna? I oh. guarantee you that stopped the recording. Oh, I hope not. Yep. Oh. Welcome back to the Crypt Twins. All right, back again. So back yeah. at it again. Luckily, it um, separates yours, it into. Yours is not recording still. What? Yours isn't recording anymore. Oh, that's because it forgot what the input was. Oh, very well. And I have to stop it again so I can select it. Oh, this is going to be fun. So, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, that was right in the mic. <gasps> that's the wrong microphone. I can still hear... Oh, duh, plugged into your headset. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, so, while he struggles over... Did you plug it in? Got it. Did you plug it in now? Yes. So, all right. So you just got cable cable management isn't my super strong suit. So we got to get some stuff to fix that. Are we gonna just swap over to the camera audio during that portion? Yes. Okay, that's probably the best idea. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 
I'm um, <laughs> So, like we said, we're going to go ahead and go over the state of Connecticut. 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 Connect, connect four. Schenectady. <laughs> anyway. Cholera. Cholera! There is, um... One of the one of the more uh, legend I was talking about before I knocked my mic out because I'm a doofus um, is uh, they're called the melon heads. Uh, they're creepy little little things, uh, little people. They're not little people. They can be, I guess, but they're people and orphans. And uh, what the whole legend centers around is the fact that these orphans were abandoned due to some deformities that they had. And basically, the orphan orphanages that they were in shut down, and then they wandered out to the woods. They're people and orphans. Yes, they're people and orphans, because orphans aren't... Pe no, I'm kidding. Orphans, orphans are, are people. people. Orphans are people. People who are children. They don't have a mom, and they don't have a dad, but they try to get along with the other kids so they can get picked. Anyway. He's my brother. Don't take him and not me. You know, I wonder if there was a kid that was like that. It was a brother and sister, or a brother and brother, sister and sister, and, like, they start to get all picked. The time. No, 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 no. They start to get picked, and then they're like, yeah, leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so messed up. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't deserve, oh, no. he doesn't deserve your love. Yeah, and then he's just over there like, oh, no. Oh, I've got I've got a lot of power here with this uh this little this little guy here. It's set up very nicely, so it doesn't come in super loud for us. No, but uh, it's gonna come in pretty decent for you guys. No, I'll have to I'll adjust the audio. It won't be terrible. It's gonna be terrible. I'll I'll try to import it as three different. I'm gonna try doing something different this time. I'm not gonna import the audio all over at once. It's gonna really? be three separate channels, so I can adjust it a little bit better instead of having to try and worry about the uh, echo in uh, voice meter. I'll worry about the echo and film more instead. Okie dokie. Alright, so. Mix pad. No. Filmora is the. Yeah, but you're using mix pad. Yeah. Not voice meter. I didn't say voice meter. You do. Sadly, I'll, I'll, I'll see that probably in the clip, but I can't remember. So, I choose not to believe him. Mainly because it's more funny not to. Speaking of believing, so weird tangent into our some of our personal lives. We play D and D. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We've uh, gotten to it. Uh, our characters in the campaign we're running are brothers, and uh, I made this idiot believe in something just because we're brothers. My character. We're, we're duck brothers. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I like making people believe in stupid things. It's pretty good. I'm gonna try and convince your character the years is flat. Yep. I almost sailed off the edge one time. I'm so gonna get you. Did you really, Sarah? Tell me more. I can't right. say your name. No, you can't. <laughs> so several <laughs> variations of the melon head legend can be found throughout southeast, southwest Connecticut, especially in central and eastern Fairfield County and western New Haven County. In Fairfield County, many tales can be found in communities such as Trumbull, Shinton, Shelton, I can't read, uh, Stratford, Monroe, East Tense. Sorry. <laughs> Silence your springs. I'm trying to get used to this. It's it's weird having it in here. But as you can tell, I haven't hit it once yet. I just knocked my cords out. Um, many tales... 
Mm. In western and central New Haven County, tails can be found in towns like Seymour, Oxford, Milford, and Southbury. Uh, there are several primary Connecticut variations. According to the variation of the myth, Fairfield County was owned through the location of an asylum for the criminally insane that burned down the fall of 1960. Uh, that resulted in the death of all of the staff and most of the patients, with 10 to 20 inmates unaccounted for, uh, supposedly having survived and escaped into the woods. Uh, the legend states that the Melonheads' appearance is the result of them having resorted to cannibalism in order to survive the harsh winters of the region and uh, to inbreeding, or as we like to call Alabama's favorite sport on ESPN3. Um, Aside from hunting for the white thing. <laughs> We're going to catch you one of these <laughs> them there days. Mm -hmm. Get on over here. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right. <laughs> sorry. That's fine. Not, not good for us. Um, so basically talking to uh, the reason why they have the melon heads, uh, there's a medical condition called hydrocephalus. And uh, basically, it, it's where your body deforms. is where, where you basically gather water in your head, and it makes your head big. Yeah. I've got big, come my head big. That's a Tech 9 song. Have you ever seen a... There's like a boomer comic of a... Uh, like this really, like, even for a cartoon, just completely unproportional guy where mm -hmm. he's like just gigantic but his head's like this big mm -hmm. and he's like where do you work out and it's just this nerd with his hands in his pockets and his head is like four times his body <laughs> and he's like that's the where I work out that's not I mean uh, nothing against you if you read books but you're not that smart is what I, he's trying to say I, I think people who read books are pretty dang smart I'm not saying that but he's if calling you all dumb if your response to somebody <laughs> saying hey where do you work out in a library, you deserve to be slapped. Like, yeah, that's just just a thing. You yeah, deserve to be. <laughs> I'm pompous. I like the way books smell. <laughs> that's a thing. Anyway, some retellings of this version substitute the asylum or prison uh, with places of business or campgrounds, where in the inmates slash patients with employees uh, to staff or campgoers. The staff. Staff. Individual variations. <laughs> we'll modify that the town these individuals were uh, originally from and where they end up. According to the second variation, the Melonheads are descendants of a colonial era family from Shelton Trumbull who were banished after occasion accusations of witchcraft were made against them, causing them to retreat to the woods. As the first version of this legend, this variation attributes the appearance of the Melonheads to inbreeding. Uh, same way, so... I was going to bring that up. Uh, there Ed was Brady? No, the whole witch thing. That was another thing that um, Jess was having when I was looking these up. Yeah. Just like the Salem witch trials, another thing like that happened there, where like over 39 people were killed or hanged as well because uh, the women were hanged because they were witches, mm -hmm. and then the husbands were also killed some other way, probably by the whole stone press thing, like in the Salem witch trials. Uh, the, based on that one pot... So... There's a podcast called Time Suck. It's great. But there was only a he said that there was that one in the Salem Rich Trials was the only recorded version of it. Really? Yeah. That was the only time it was recorded being done over here in the States. There was a very So pressing, death by pressing, is where a, a person is forced to the ground, they lay down on the ground, they place a big board over your body, and, they and then they put heavier and heavier stones on it. 
I guess probably wasn't pressing then. I guess that's just probably where my mind went because that's the first thing I thought of when, you know, a woman gets hanged, the man that's around witch gets pressed. But I think they just killed themselves other way. They either hung them. Oh, they probably hung. hanged them. Hanged. I said hunged. It's hanged. Hunged is even worse. It's not even hung. It's hunged. So it's so dumb. Oh. I'm mad at myself. Press the parade button. Oh. Yep. Yep. Ah, that's what you get. It sounds like the grunt birthday party. I think it's actually from Five Nights at Freddy's. Huh. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a success sound you get when you make it to 6 a.m. Neat. And that's when you die. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of these. These are really great, actually. Um, let's see. If you guys want a little thing of a... Oh, no. Yep, I like that one. Um... That's not gonna do that one. You can't do that one. That's, that's way too loud. loud. Um, Joke. Yep, I got that. Let's do it. That's my favorite. That's pretty good. Um, and then um, the toot and fartum. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, stop. We gotta get to you up. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, so yeah, there is a a story um, about the melon heads and like where like there are some really creepy creepy pastas written about them, which I think is redundant to say, but there are creepy pastas written about them. Understood. Um, people are still you know say that they see these things all the time. Um, there was one story about a guy who ends up driving down this desolate road. He sees one of the melon heads. Like, just on the side of the road, uh, just watching his vehicle. As he drives past, he, he he's like, okay, that's weird. And he's like, I can't believe I just saw that. I can't believe these things are real. Starts driving along, and then he's going 45 miles an hour, and this thing is gaining. Enjoy these islands, because we're having technical difficulties here. So if you're really keen of eye, and uh, highly perceptive, you probably just noticed that uh, we had to make a cut right there to fill in some other stuff. We were already going and did not realize that uh, we did not have enough uh, digital film. film. Yeah, film. Yeah. So it was pretty funny all of a sudden. And I, as soon as you said it, I looked up and I was like, why is it flashing like that? And I had noticed it had been flashing. I did too, but, but I didn't think I anything thought it was, of it. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to flash. I did too. And so, now we're looking at it. It is solid red. Solid red. Yeah, it's because now I have two over two hours worth of space where I can record instead of 30 minutes like I had. I think I looked at it wrong earlier. I thought it said an hour and 30 minutes, and I'm pretty sure it said 44 minutes and an hour and 30, uh, hour 30 of battery life remaining. I'm not sure. Okay, I thought you were about to say, yeah, I saw 130, but I, th I, I guess it was 44. I thought it was 44. <laughs> so, <laughs> scroll back up <laughs> to the melon shapedness. Yeah, hydrocephalus? Yeah. Okay, so we weren't... No, we weren't... Just, we didn't lose that no, much. No, we didn't. So, what I'll do is I'll just go back through here, so... Uh, and I'll cut this part out, depending on... You know what? Forget it. You know, I'll figure out where we're at. Yeah. So, as far as the Melahans go, the the legends... So, I, I guess what I was trying to get to before we... Before you noticed that you thing... You started talking, I started about, talking about the No, well, the, the story... Yeah, the story is pretty interesting. It's just a creepy story about the guy getting chased, and then... He uh, veers off the road. He calls his buddy because he thought the melon heads were gone. 
Yeah. He's like, hey, can you pull me out of this ditch? He's like, yeah, don't worry, I'm like five minutes away. Okay. During this time, the mountain heads reach his vehicle and come up and start throwing rocks and start trying to break the windows out. And he calls his buddy frantic saying, hey, they're right here. I need you to come as fast as you can. He's like, they're trying to get in the car. Uh, then, while he's on the phone with the guy, they break through the glass and drag him out of the car. And his friend isn't seen again. It's well, a pretty okay. creepy story. Yeah. So I guess I guess what I was getting at, too. So what makes this one different, at least to me, compared to other cryptids? Um, you know, because all of them are super real. Extremely. <laughs> Extremely real. This, however... Possibly. This is be. more possible. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, is, is it? Are they still out there today? Yeah. How, no. How probable is it that? Man, I feel like I'm coming in super loud. It I, looks, and I'm not sure why. Is that better? It's a little bit better, but it's better for me because yeah. it's blowing through I my head. Man, I don't know why it's coming in so loud. I could have sworn mine was set just as high as yours, but I can um, I can set my track volume down a little bit more. Maybe I just project or something more when I, I talk. Know. Anyway, no, see, even that's not bad. Dang it. Fart. Okay. Um, so, well, anyways, back to like, what you were about saying. the probability of it existing. So the probability of it existing, I think, is absolutely possible. Because, I mean, like we're talking about time suck. Uh, Dan, talked, uh, Dan Cummins talked about the, um, like, psycho... Uh, they're not called psychoassembly, uh, asylums. Insane asylums. Insane, insane asylums. Where basically they'll take anybody that they claimed was undesirable and they would throw them in there. Mm, what was that? I, I dinged it. I dinged it on my side. I dinged a dong. But anyway, so it would be basically anybody that's undesirable in their eyes. So what happens when they all lose funding? Say, if it's an orphanage mm -hmm. and, it lose funding, what, and it loses funding, what happens to those kids? Oh no! Stop. <laughs> But, so if they lose the funding for those kids, and these, the people that are already running it, if it's a true story, sees them as undesirables, they, maybe in their own messed up way, they think they're doing something good by trying to allow the elements to kill the baby, or kill the kid, like well, see, that, the and, and, and that's kind of the theory, is that the kids would just go out there and die, and they wouldn't have to worry about them. Yeah. But then they started to take care of themselves by literally eating people. Yeah. Or each so, other. So, Yeah. And then fornicating, and then inbreeding with their fornicating sales. And they realize that if you eat the one with the biggest head, you gain his power. <laughs> like running super fast, and developing three other minions to follow behind you. Three minions. And then... Now look, I have and the And then biggest, you take the suction cups. Head, okay. You take the suction cups to the normies' heads, mm. and you force the big word, hydros... Hydrocephalus? Hydros... Hydrocephalus. Okay, you said hydrocephalus. No, I said hydrocephalus. Alright. Hydrocephalus would be syphilis with, like, water guns. Or a mermaid. A mermaid with syphilis. That's <laughs> <laughs> an old mermaid gave hey. me hydrocephalus. Look, look, look. I had my tail checked out, okay? Those spots are not what you think. <laughs> How dare you come over here and accuse me of that. But the probability of this is actually, I think... Very likely. I mean, do I see them becoming a band of like a tribe? destructive, like, uh, oh, what's that, uh, the, the, the Lord of Flies? Mm -hmm. Do I see that kind of thing happening? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, honestly, I think Lord of the, I think Lord of the Flies stuff happens a, would happen a lot more than people think. Like the whole oh, Survivor yeah. thing or 
like the naked and afraid thing. So if there was a naked and afraid where it was a true, they just like they just truly abducted people, dropped them in an island, oh, and they had they no had idea, no absolute, no survival no, skills whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they just yeah. drop it. Yeah, drop it. It, it, it would. Yeah, because like, become that so fast. They have um, they have the naked and afraid's where it's like they're exiles where they drop like twenty four people, or forty people, I think. Well, really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, they're, no, I don't think it's forty. I want to say it's twenty four, and they're out there for forty days. And the last, I think the last one they were in the Sahara, mm. and um, really, really no, the savannah, where there's lions and stuff. Africa, it's a desert? No. Okay, Lions aren't in the desert. I know, but the Sahara is a desert. I know that. I said, I turned back. It's another S one. Same amount of syllables. Sahara. It just, Savannah. It screwed me up when you said the Sahara. You know the where the lions are. No, I I changed it up. I said Sahara. No, I mean Savannah, where the lions are. So, anyways, it's but the thing is, in that places. in in that situation though, it's all survivalists that have all done the trial before, so they all yeah. know like, I need this to happen. I need us to act this way to survive. Mm-hmm. But if you drop normal people, mm-hmm. and you're just like, eh, figure out, yeah, immediately they're going to try to develop develop some kind of caste system. Yeah, immediately. some kind of like, well, I'm I'm the leader. Mm-hmm. I have the most experience with being lost in the Appalachians. So I don't even think that's that would I'm be full. it. I think it would it would go back to tribalism type stuff. As oh, yeah. hey. I'm bigger than you. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to take your stuff. Okay, take your stuff. And there's nothing you can do. Until oh, hey. you sharpen a stick and stab him in his sleep. Yeah, exactly. And then you get... <laughs> and, then you get and then you get... And then you get Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Come on. Get down with the thickness. Wait. I am which, the Lord Which of the one thighs. is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to the set of Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Thighs. <laughs> Uh, we got Piggy over there, and he got squished. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so, so yeah, that, the probability of it being true, probability of human beings... Out of everything we've done, yeah. cryptids-wise, mm-hmm. other than... Uh, I mean, Sasquatch is definitely S- real. Sas- This trumps Sasquatch in the probability wheel. I think, so. I I think, think so. if you're going to say Sasquatch just, just, might be an animal, okay, mm-hmm. Melonhead kids? Very I would plausible. say that's very plausible. Yeah. Now, are they stupid fast? Can overtake I don't think SUVs in, at 40 miles an hour? No, I don't think inbreeding does that. I think inbreeding does the opposite. Inbreeding does exactly the opposite that we can because, see. Because, now, granted, they might be good swimmers did because you, of those webbed toes. Did you know that, uh, who's the dude? Darwin. Charles Darwin, mm. he was the first one to raise questions about inbreeding because he noticed some tomato plants that he had inbred mm. that started to falter and show imperfections. And then it really made him reconsider why he married his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, it's, he's like, how weird. Oh, crap, that's me. Yeah, how weird. Oh, man, that is hysterical. Like, look what I did to my children. Yeah. How funny is that, though, when you're at, you know, in that time, you know, back in, like, the 1890s, or actually, I guess still even in the 1900s, early 1900s, but say you're in the 1600s, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. So everybody's, everybody's marrying their cousin, and you're going to, you're going to a, uh, you know, a family reunion, and in your mind, we're just having a gay old time out here in my family reunion, and then all of a sudden, it's also, like, speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> this is your cousin, Cherise, how's she doing? Yeah. 
Oh, well, I'm just a, I'm just a young boy. She's my first cousin not removed. So that means she's your sister? Kind of. Like I like to think of the family tree as more of a family suggestion. <laughs> I like my family tree to be like the trees here in Florida. Like a palm tree. Curved. No, nice and straight. Oh. <laughs> oh so, yeah. Do so, you got anything more about No, I don't think so. Melonheads? I think melonheads are cool ones. I think if if I had a melonhead show up on the street, if I saw one, I think I'd freak out for sure. Oh yeah. As far as on the creepy scale, maybe that's what we ought to throw in here too, like a creepy scale. Yeah. On a scary scale. Slide Rock Bolter uh, gets a fat zero, because if I see a stupid blue whale <laughs> fish, I'll be like, that's so fake. I could see it in front of me, and that looks paper mache, because it is. Because it's never existed now, and never will exist. However, ever. however. The fact that it only however, eats tourists is hilarious. However, comma, if it did exist, I think that would be terrifying, because I'm not from Colorado. <laughs> Well, all you have to do is make sure you don't wear a North uh, North Face jacket. Norfolk. Uh, North, North Rock. What? Norfolk? I thought it was a Norfolk jacket. Whatever jacket it is. And as long as you don't have as long as you don't have a map of Colorado, because you're from Colorado, you know where everything is. There's no reason for you to have no map. What do they wear in a square state? Hmm. Where do you live? I live in the top right corner. So where would you? All right, Colorado. Well, all right. Well, let's. We'll, we'll come back to we'll that. Come back to that. Come back to that. Video. So, you know, you know, we'll go to uh, Adam's thing right after this. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so, uh, I love, so this is this is terrible. I'm glad that we have that. I know it's fun. So there's quite a few other. Um, there's quite a few other little cryptids that I noticed when I was looking at some of these. This comes from CT Post, which I guess is Connecticut Post. Mm. Um, so they got everything ranging from the melon heads like Michael was talking about to their very own Bigfoot because every state has one. That's one big old Sasquatch you got um, there. So one of the first ones I want to talk about is actually really interesting. It's called the Glawakus. The Glawakus. Glawakus. The Glawakus. So it says that it draws similarities to the Mexican legend of the Chupacabra, and I think I had Glowacus before, and that both struck fear in the hearts of many after attacking and mutilating local animals described as part bear, dog, and cat. The Glowacus first appeared in 1939 in Glastonbury. They were said to have eaten cats and other small animals and could be heard howling at night. The Glowacus legend appeared again in 1950, but has since vanished. Many individuals took to look to fishers as the culprit behind the attacks, but the mystery still remains. Based off of what they said, look up, um, uh, I think they're called catfishers or fisher cats. Butthead. Look up, uh, look up, uh, fisher cats. All right. And tell me that this doesn't remind you of a bear, cat, and a dog, but also the same fact would make you go, that's super duper cuddly, and I don't think it would be a cryptid at all. Wait, the fisher cat is a real thing? Yeah. It's a real, it's a real, it's a real animal. Yeah. See, they're like otters. It looks like a big ferret. Yeah, yeah, like a big ferret. A but big like, ferret. look at it. Look, there's like a picture of him trying to be mean. Not that one. We saw it earlier. Scroll. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm vicious. I will eat you. Um. Wait, where did my melon head picture go? But anyways, um, 
so based off a lot of their things, like talking about it, it it looks like a huge cat. It remained elusive. Descriptions became more detailed, only embellished by the creature's fastest growing reputation. It was variously described as part dog, bear, and cat. All terror. Um, oh, no, to me, like I said, it looks like a ferret. It does. Uh, but a according to Mysterious Creatures, ears. A Guide to Cryptozoology, Volume 1. Oh, good. Etymology, from town named Glastonbury, Connecticut, plus wacky. What? What? Variant names. The Grand Bee, Grand Bee Panther, the Engine Devil. Physical description, looks variously like a large cat or dog. Length, 4 feet. Height, 2 feet. 2 feet, 6 inches. Uh, black or tawny in color, long tail, sometimes described as bushy. Okay. Tracks, like a puma's, uh, distribution, north central Connecticut. So, one thing that it could... Oh my gosh, I really... I hope you got this photo. Um, I need you to look up this website, if you can see it. Um, go look up uh, this, this, this right here. Because this is the funniest photo I've ever seen. Of apparently them trying to kill it. And tell me that is not a taxidermy bunny rabbit head on a cat body. Oh boy. Is it? Can you search? Is yeah, it there? Uh, look you search up the Fisher Cat. Just, just look up the Glawakis Glastonbury. How do you spell it? G L A W A. It's right there. Glawakis. Okay. Glastonbury. So let me see if I can find that one. That's it. That's it. Throw that up there right now. <clears throat> I'm trying. So I want to show you this photo. That uh, this was from. Uh, what uh, the next few months? Some Im this Jeez, is it's image, so small. This is the images of a uh, hunt in 1939 in April, courtesy of the 1990 issue of NSS News, a publication by the National Speleological Society. The bottom image: staging an encounter. Oh, it's staging an encounter. Okay, good. <sighs> well, anyways, you let me down again. But however. That doesn't again. look like any of the things that they talk about. Remember that thing you we were we you were that story you read with that that tone of sarcasm yeah. and annoyance. Yeah. Well, I apologize. You made me upset. Well, I, anyway, here's a picture of Melonhead. I made myself upset. Um, this. Oh, that's an arrest in Louisiana. Yep. Uh, never mind. All right, so I was hoping that'd be a funny picture, and it's just something stupid. Sorry. This one's kind of creepy to me. Um, another one that's popped up is the Pigman. Pigman. Uh, is, uh, let me see here. Mo Jones gonna, she's gonna... In the rural countryside of Northfield, Vermont. I mean, it's Vermont, Connecticut. You guys are all super close together, so it's kind of the same. Oh my gosh. Um, I just, uh, let's see. It says, starting from 1971, something very bizarre and very frightening began to be spotted lurking in the dark recesses of the area, especially in the region ominously referred to as the Devil's Wash Bowl. Or in, uh... Virginia, the devil's worst bowl. It's a worst bowl. Something those, something those who saw it could not explain, and which would go on to be known as the Pikmin. Uh, one of the first reported occurred uh, one night on a farm on the outskirts of town. In this case, the farmer claims to have heard a series of strange guttural noises coming from out of his darkened backyard. The farmer then purportedly turned on the outside lights and gazed into the shadowy murk outside, expecting to see maybe a stray cat or dog, maybe a raccoon, uh, though that wasn't what he saw going through his trash. And it's... Oh, that would be... If this was real, that would be the creepiest thing. If that was real... Oh, man, that's attractive. And I saw that in my trash? Farmer said that he saw a large humanoid creature, <laughs> creature that was rummaging through some garbage, only to rear up on its legs and skulk about the edge of the house side lights. Um, it was visible enough for the farmer to describe it, 
you know, looking at his naked muscular man, covered in thin white hair, hands that seemed to end in claws, and with a snouted face that looked like that of a pig. Uh, so there's a couple of, uh, like, sightings of this thing, but again, like uh, what we were talking about last week in Colorado, not no names given, no time given, so really it's just, I think, more or less stories that people like to tell themselves or tell spooky stories at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, and that's what a lot of them seem to be anyway, it's just a, a creepy tale. It's a creepy tale that, like, people like to stick, oh, that's creepy. What? Uh, so the rumor is that Sam Harris had somehow given himself over to the devil, or had been possessed by some demonic force. This is a uh, like the origin or, origination of the story. Origin. Yes, <laughs> the origin of the story, because that's the actual way to say that word. Yes, but origination. Yes. So organization. <laughs> <laughs> so it was said that either through madness or demonic forces, this Sam Harris. Um, had taken to slaughtering pigs, eating their entrails, and wearing their hollowed-up heads over his own. Hmm. The creature that everyone said they saw was said to be Sam Harris, now something over than human, now something other than human, excuse me, and still out causing mischief and mayhem. That's hot. Adding to the mystique of the whole creepy tale, there are reports that came in at the time. One was a rather dramatic story that a local journalist who had dismissed the rumors was found dead with the words, Picket Knight, carved upon their skull. P picket? Like fence picket? picket? Yeah. In another report, Sam's mm. own mother claimed that one night her son had come back to their porch in a bloody, slimy line. Whoa. All the while squealing like a pig in glee. <clears throat> Some versions of this macabre story maintain that the mother not long after committed suicide by flinging herself into a nearby pig pen and letting the pigs devour her alive. This is a very porky story. <clears throat> not kosher whatsoever. Um, this is... <laughs> Was that you making that up? Yeah. I just made that up on the fly. That's a sad, sad joke, my little brain. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways. You got smooth brain. I got smooth brain. My all... brain got no wrinkles to make you smooth. So it's just, I mean, that's... Mm -hmm. It kind of livens up the tale when they're like, oh, yes, and there's a demonic aspect of it now. And it's like, why did his mom jump in a pig pen? Did she just have to go with the trope of the story? Because it, she thought her son was a pig, she had to kill herself by being eaten by pigs. Maybe there's an Oedipus thing there. Uh, reverse? Reverse Oedipus. What's a reverse Oedipus? Sedipus. Oedipus? Sedipus. Sedipus. Yeah. Let's see. Mm -hmm. uh, there's this one. Uh, so I've got two more, and then I'm going to go over tickets uh, to big feats. Uh, so No, we're not going over Bigfoot. No, we're not. Bigfoot's uh, getting his own thing. So there's the story of the black dog of Hanging Hills. So black dogs we've actually talked about before. Um, they're kind of popular in Britain. Um, where Devil it's, dogs. It's like a devil hounds. dog, hellhound, black mm -hmm. dog. It's all the same story of this shaggy, dirty-looking dog that's massive with red eyes, pretty much. They're not usually shaggy, though. I thought they were, like, bushy. Mm-mm. Like some of the ones that, like, the hellhounds hell and stuff like that, some of them, they say, represent Dobermans and stuff like that. Okay, so so uh, this was an allegedly supernatural hound that appears in local folklore. Folklore holds that it has haunted the region since the early 19th century and manifests as a small black dog. Oh, well, I guess he's small. Often gregarious in nature, which leaves no footprints and makes no sound. According to the legend, to see the black dog the first time results in joy, while the second sighting is a warning. 
Seeing the black dog a third time is said to be a death omen, and at least six deaths have been blamed on third meetings with the black dog. That is interesting. Wait, so the first one? First is like, one. Oh, look at me. First one's like, hey, look, yeah, welcome to the area. Second one is, I guess you went to the wrong part of the area. Oh, the, doesn't the like dog saying that. Okay. And then the third sighting, you die. Uh, one of the earliest accounts of the dog was published in Connecticut Quarterly. Oh, in 1898. By, hey, a uh, date. By a geologist, W.H.C. Well, that's not Pinchon. Real. That's not a real science. They only do is study rocks. According to Pinchon, in February 1891, he and a geologist, Herbert Marshall, of the United States Coast Guard. Oh, uh, wait. USGS. You're not... Oh, I'm sorry. I saw a C and a G. I'm still wearing glass. I need my prescription checked. You need to have your, uh, your font zoomed in more. Oh, probably, yeah. There we go. Uh, Department of Interior Geology, Geological Survey. Uh, they were conducting geological research in the Hanging Hills, and they saw the dog. Pinchon had said, had seen the dog once before. Marshall had seen the dog twice, scoffed at the legend. Shortly after they, to, they saw the dog, Marshall then slipped on ice atop one of the cliffs and plunged to his death. Obviously the dog. His body recovered, was recovered by authorities, and uh, apparently there's reports of the black dog that continue today. Hmm. So let me see if there, there there's a note about it. Four and fourteen. Let me see. Connecticut Windows on the National World. Curbstone Press. Let's see here. Mm. <laughs> Why did it take me here? That's not what I wanted to see. Because it's an ad. Start selling online. I'm trying to check out a link that actually is part of the story, but. All it did was generate uh, some other it took me to an ad. ad. That's what I would do. If I had like something I was trying to get people to do ads on, I'd go to Wiki and then replace all the URL codes with my links, but change the actual, like, like what the file says to what somebody would want. Yeah, exactly. Big boobs. It just takes you to thing of... Uh, so the last one, because we're not going to do Bigfoot, because every state has its own Bigfoot. We don't have Bigfoot's to getting it. its own... It's going to get its own... It's going to get its, its own, own thing. Episode. Um, so there's also uh, stories of vampires in Connecticut uh, City in Connecticut, Connecticut. Uh, which actually apparently uh, also helps make uh, Rimstoker's Dracula. Um, Rimstoker wasn't was that written in that wasn't written in the United States. I don't know. Over the course of a period of time that spanned the late 1840s to the early 1850s, Henry and two of his adult sons. Lam Lemuel and Alicia died of a peculiar, peculiarly, peculiar, I hate speaking, way peculiar is disease. an annoying word anyway. Then in 1854, his third son, Henry Nelson Ray, was struck by the same strange disease, which would have been identified as tuberculosis, so TB, uh, but which back then was clearly the work of a vampire. The family exhumed the bodies of Lemuel and Alicia and burned them right there in the graveyard. The Macabre family re reunion made the newspapers of the day, and due in part, uh, due in large part by the media attention. The Ray family is known today as the Jewett City Vampires. The Ray family plot can be found towards the northern end of a small graveyard known as Jewett City Cemetery, which is in uh, the terminus at the terminus of Anthony Street in Jewett City in a borough of town of Griswold. Uh, the line of headstones bearing the same three-letter surname now mark both the final resting place of the most of most of the family as well as the site of the bonfire. That's funny. So why are they brought up as vampires? Because they believe that they were cursed by one? 
They thought they were cursed by a vampire? That's what it seems that's what it seems like I just read. Well, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was uh Bram Stoker lived in England, so it wasn't in the States. Uh okay then. So But um I guess they could have believed I mean the story did come out, you know, you know in the so, like eighteen nineties. So, I guess from what it says, like, yeah, it says the tale would go on to inspire Bram Stoker's classic Dracula. Hmm? This is from the Connecticut Post saying that, so... Well, Connecticut will say anything. Yeah. Come to our state. <laughs> so, anyway, so We've got their the whole heads. thing was that, uh, you know, uh, we all died pretty quickly. Must have been a vampire. Must have been a vampire. You know, like... I mean, they didn't know, like, did they know tuberculosis, tuberculosis was a thing in 1854? Yes. Yes. Definitely yes. Let me see. I mean, uh, they, I want to believe you, but I want to check. Pretty sure TB's been around for a while. Was... Catch TB's, you got your AA's. So let's, uh, Everybody's got the meetings. No. Yeah, it was before. Yeah. 1854. 1882 uh, is when they found out that uh, tuberculosis... Wait, announced the, the bacteria that found it. When was tuberculosis sickness discovered? I don't want to know about when the thing was discovered. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so, from what I'm seeing... Hmm. The first time, well, that was the first time we knew what it was. That's what they actually died of. Hmm. But back then, they just thought that they were for some reason cursed. So I guess it probably wasn't well-renowned knowledge. Well, it was a wasting disease. So consumption is what they would have called it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, consumption. They would have just said, oh, you died of consumption. Dang old, you got the gumption? You got the gumption? <laughs> you got gumption? You got the consumption? Consumption? <laughs> uh, I said word wrong. I said word wrong. <laughs> 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 Oh boy! And it's on there now. All right. So anyway, how much? Uh, how long we've we been into this before? And so we can do our. Uh, well, let's just do our uh, our ranking system. Hmm. So what do you think out of all the ones that we've done so far? Because that that's it for Connecticut, guys. There wasn't that much. There's a couple of them, but uh, really, I got like paragraph blurbs. What's the next state? Hold on. <laughs> so. We're going to go ahead and we're going to look over some of our um, past creatures that we talked about. Past creatures. So Florida, what did we have? We had the Swamp Ape. I think the Swamp Ape in Florida was probably the scariest. No, we're talking about we're talking about as of right now. Oh, in Connecticut? Yeah. All right, scariest. No, one. out of everything we've done. That's where I was just, I was just listing them out, doofus. I was going Swamp Ape. Okay, scariest one, I think, in Florida was Skunk, skunk Ape. Yeah, uh, I would say so as well. Um, and then we had uh, Arizona. Skinwalker. Skinwalker for sure. Skinwalker by a long shot. That would mess me up for a bit. Uh, we skipped Alaska. <laughs> just, just wait. <laughs> Hold on. All right, so we have... Oh, it's because you're room. opening up some stupid PDF instead of just a list of the states. I have a... I had battery saver on, so it was like, oh, that's perfect for us. Mm. Why don't you just look up 50 I states? I did. Why did you pull up images? It went to images. Why did you do that? Anyway, 
So, so he's a little bit, he's Alabama. A little bit dumb. Yeah. So we did Florida first. So Skunk Ape, I would say yes. Scary, scariest one from scariest Florida. one from Florida. There's um, a Sasquatch. In? Alaska. We had the Otterman. Otterman, the Leon, Lake, the Lake Monster. Yeah. What else did we have? We had that uh, Yeti thing that would pick oh, kids up. Oh, the kids. The kid snatcher one. I don't know. I know the, the Ottermen weren't really scary. They kind of had their own thing going on. It would only take people if they needed to. Kid takers? Hmm? The kid takers? Hmm. What is the, the Ileana monster? Ileana monster. Ileana lake monster was more or less... I don't think it had any tales of killing anybody. No, that was the guy that would turn into the monster, right? That's yeah. the Jigignac. That was the Jigignac? Yeah, that was a different That's one. right. Um, that one's interesting because it would be based off of, like... I guess maybe the kid snatching one. I would think, like, out of creepiness? The creepiness. I wouldn't want... Any of those to be real? No. Okay. So, Kid Grabbers. Okay, Kid Grabbers? I can't remember the name of them. No. Swamp uh, Ape. Kid Grabbers. Arizona. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Skinwalker is definitely creepiest. California. Alabama. What? Alabama, we already did. We never mentioned it. Oh, yeah, we didn't. We should have mentioned that before Alaska. We did. We should have. So... White thing, or what was the other one? The Gauro? The Gauro. The Gauro. The Gauro. I don't think. I think the white thing, probably. Just because, because of another Sasquatch. Another Sasquatch. Yeah. A Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> Same switch. Schenectady. Big so, so, white thing. Yeah. Uh, a Yeska? A Yeska. Kid Grabbers. Kid Grabber thing. Arizona. Skinwalker. Skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. Arkansas. Or was that the Gowro? Mm -mm. Arkansas was Gowro. No, it wasn't. It was in Arkansas. Ozark Howler. Yes, Ozark Howler was the scariest in Arkansas. Also the funniest. Why? Because it looked like a velociraptor. No, it did not. That's the other one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. The Ozark Howler is like a giant, like almost like the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Beast of Bears, Florida. Sounds good to you. Um, and then we just did Connecticut. Melonheads. Colorado. Col we just did Colorado before this one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Colorado! Uh, what did we do for Colorado? I need to make my list. We have a list somewhere. We have a list. Look, I'm trying to update this as we go. Look at these things we got going on. We got lighting. We got these things. We got a computer. Why are you asking for so much? <laughs> I'm trying over here. We tried. Colorado. We just did it. I know. And all we did was make fun of it. Yeah, there's our pretty Slide stupid. Rock Bolter. Slide Rock Bolter. If it was real. If it was real, it would be terrifying. If it was real, and you could see it from satellite imagery of this crazy, huge blue whale-looking thing letting go of its tail using grease from its mouth to slide and gulp down tourists only. And it can defy physics by going up a mountain of equal height and flopping over the other side. Yes. So that one would be very terrifying. Yes. And we're now... And Melon Connecticut, Connecticut. Melonheads. Melon definitely heads, creepy. Melonheads are definitely the creepiest thing. And next, we got Delaware. Delaware. We are out of the seals. We are now in the deals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we get to skip Florida and go on down to Georgia. Mm, Georgia. 
Mm-hmm. What's got old in Georgia? Mm-hmm. Gonna have a lot of swamp ape about up there too. Oh, uh, more than likely. Got some swamp ape. In Delaware, I'm sorry, but for some reason George Washington is coming to mind when I think of Delaware. Is that <laughs> is that like third grade history in my mind or I have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll get back to you guys that. on that. You know what I think of when I think of Delaware? George Washington. That man had the wooden teeth of a Greek god. Why? Anyway. Why do so, I think? Don't ask Google that. Google's going to think you're stupid. Google should know you're stupid based on your search history. Anyway, it's been a fun one. Washington life. crossed the Delaware River so the army could attack the isolated garrison of assigned troops located Trenton, New Jersey. That's right. There's literally a there's literally a painting about that. Yes. Yeah. So I was right. And you're stupid. No, I'm not stupid. You just can't make those uh I can't make those weird synapses that your brain does in the middle of it. Not knowing what it's from, it's like, man, I really like that pie with apples in it. But I don't remember, I what, don't it's remember what that pie is called. Do yeah. you know? Also, can pies and apples go together? I feel like they should. I feel like they should. <laughs> All I've got here is a stupid cobbler. If only it was in a round tin only, instead. Only if I could put the cobbler hey. stuff on the bottom. Hey, hey, actually, yeah. What makes it? What's the difference between a cobbler and a pie? Cobbler doesn't have a crust Cobbler on the bottom. Cobbler doesn't have a crust on the bottom. Is that what makes it different? I think so. What does that have to... What does a fruit dish with crust on the top have to do with a guy making shoes? I make a connection about Delaware and Washington, and you're like, you're stupid. You hear uh, words same. <laughs> Yes. So it's a hard knock life for us. It's been fun. It's been fun. This we're has been a, a fun one. We're enjoying the new, I'm enjoying the new setup a lot. I like this chair. Yeah. This chair a lot. chair, yeah, man. I need to get me one of these. That's the a, thing is, <laughs> hi. It's a dope hey. chair. I really like it. Yeah, it's super soft. It's super comfy. Yeah, whenever I play Xbox, I'm taking that chair now instead of this one. <gasps> so, if you can, and if you want to, much like and subscribe videos. down there. Yeah. Playlist is in the top. Playlist is up here. In the right corner. Above doop, doop. His, his dumb old head. And uh, if you don't like it, don't matter because we're going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will see y'all on the next one. See ya. Bye all.